Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host, Calderness. This is episode 299. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio this week, as always, is my good friend, co-host, Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? I am here today. Uh, and some days I wish you just wouldn't show up. And not as usual, joining me in the studio, sorry, uh, not as usual, joining me in the studio is special guest, Adam from Clixing It. How's it going, my man? I am also here. All right. Well, I actually appreciate you being here uh, much more than Simeon. I have to talk to Simeon every week, whether I want to or not. So, Adam, uh, why don't you go ahead, tell us about yourself, tell us about your YouTube channel really quick, and then we're going to ask you a couple of interview questions so the listener can get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, sure. I've uh, been playing clicks for about 12 years now. Um, um, I'm located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I started a YouTube channel. Um, I was trying to think of how long ago I started it. I remember the very first uh, video I ever did was uh, War of Light. We had just done one of the um, month one um, events for that, and I was just kind of, I wanted to um, just put up a video on YouTube because I've seen so many other people do videos on it and just wanted to go over my team. Um, it also helps that I am, I do have a video production business out of my house where I do weddings and filming events and stuff like that. So I have all the equipment to do it. And uh, it was just something that I wanted to get started. Um, and <clears throat> it's been growing over the years. Um, I did a, I try to put up at least a video a week, but with a two-year-old and a full-time job and this other side, time job is card to uh, kind of put up videos as much as some of these other YouTube channels. But I enjoy doing it, and I hope I can keep doing it for a while. Awesome. That is that is absolutely fantastic. So you said 12 years ago. Um, did you know notice anything specifically that got you into HeroClix, a buddy, a friend, or like what's the story of you finding the game? And then like what was the first uh, full booster set that you maybe played with? Yeah, so um, I had just moved back home with my mom, actually, uh, after living with my brother in Madison for a couple of years. And he came home one day, and he's like, I got this new game that I really want you to check it out. It's about superheroes. And at the time, I wasn't really into superheroes. I mean, I, that's not when the movies started coming out and things like that. And uh, he brings out this case, and he took really good care of his figures. It was in one of those cases where it had that like, black foam uh, protective mm. stuff all around it. And uh, he, the very, I can, I can tell you the very first hero clip that I ever saw, and it was the Calibek unique from um, Collateral mm. Damage. Oh. Um, and just the sculpt, I looked at him today, and looking back, it, it, he's still gorgeous. He's got the, the car door in one hand and the, the spear in the other hand, and it really got me. Um, so I bought a couple boosters. Um, and at that time, I think collateral damage was just kind of fizzling out, and icons was uh, around the bend. Icons. So, yes, icons were, that was like maybe, what, a 30-figure set? It was a really small set at the time when a lot of other sets had a lot of big sets. Um, so I bought a couple of them. I'd always liked Superman. Uh, he's my boy. He's everywhere in my house. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a tattoo of him. Colors the same. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
I've got every uh, Superman hero book ever made. Um, that was one of my prize uh, collections up there. But um, uh, in my first booster, I pulled me the Vet Superman from Icon. Um, and he was oh, nice. the, the beast back then. He was the one that no one could take down. So my very first tournament, it was a 300 points. I had played uh, the veteran Superman and the experienced Dr. Midnight from that set. And I was like four points over or under. Um, and I just remember I got tromped. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm like, because I had just started learning the game. I mean, I played a couple. My brother just taught me the basics at our house, and I went to the first game and didn't know what I was doing. Because that's, that Superman doesn't have Indom, so every time I did a second action, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a push. I'm like, oh, that's right. There's pushing in this game. I take damage. And just couldn't make uh, couldn't make my rolls. Was making bad decisions. So young Adam back then has come quite a long way since uh, his very first uh, uh, hero click game. I will write off oh, for sure. Yeah. So speaking of, so your favorite character is Superman. Um, what would be like your favorite piece or like your favorite combo of like figures to use nowadays? Um. So. My favorite is obviously Superman. I try to use him as much as possible. I had just gotten the Superman Prime a couple months ago. Um, I somehow was able to pull two Ultra Chase Thanoses. Um, one was on rele- uh, pre-release day, and I sold him in about 15 seconds after putting him yep. on Facebook. <laughs> and he basically paid for my trip for Origins. Um, yeah. And then I had bought a case or two cases with my buddy Richard and. Um, I told him, which, which box do you want before we even open? And he said, Siri, flip a coin. Siri picked wrong. Um, I had pulled another Thanos in that one and then played him a couple times. He was okay. I don't play meta that much or at all, I should say. So he kind of just sat on my shelf, and I was kind of waiting for this ultra-rare Superman to come out, and Prime was the one that was coming out at the time. And then as soon as he came out, I had to have him, so I traded him straight up for Prime. And... Um, I made a pretty ridiculous team with that prime because I didn't want him to be in his first tournament and just get destroyed. So it was a cosmic theme. It was him with astronomer and the power gem. It was the commander Riker rare from the Star Trek set. And it was the super rare Q. So everyone had prob every, uh, I had dice manipulation with Q. I put the soul gem on, uh, that prime Superman. So he had a 20 defense at all time. Um, I don't usually play that way because, I feel bad after I play teams like that. Like, I feel like I have to take a shower because I just destroy the teams <laughs> that I play against. <laughs> I feel dirty afterwards. So, yeah. um, um, I don't normally play that stupid or just disgusting of a team, but I didn't want my Superman Prime to be 0-1 in his first tournament. Sure. Um, no, so I, res- I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's perfect. He's, he's kind of my prize possession of my collection. Um, but really, the, the, my play style is just casual. Um, me and my, the venue that I am a judge at, uh, we don't do anything competitive. Um, we like to play figures that we haven't played because even looking at my collection right now, I've probably only played maybe 20, 25% of the figures. Mm. Um, just because a lot of them just either don't fit on teams or there's just they're not good. So, But every week we always try to make um, teams and figures and and play them that we haven't played in the past, just to get our money's worth. Um, For sure. Yeah. I know that feeling, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just hate to lose all this money and not play the figures yeah. as I can. It's good to like restrict your format to like 
very like weird like like things like you know like like all female characters all characters with like this all characters with like flight all characters with like a lightning effect something like that so that like you have to play all these like uncommons that you just always pass over and any other given time yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm really good at that. Like, the, the event we have this Sunday is you're only good as your range. So there is no minimum range for outwit. If you have a two-range outwit, you can only uh, outwit up to two away. If you have a zero-range perplex, you're only perplexing yourself. So it makes my uh, players think a little bit more, and it lets hmm. them think outside the more, you know, um, meta pieces out there. Very that cool. is quite clever. Uh, since you already kind of answered it, you're more of a casual player, then what is your favorite format to play? Um, recently, it's been sealed because I have just been pulling the nuts every time. Um, at our pre-release for the latest set, Captain America, I pulled Namor, MODOK, and uh, Atlas. Um, so I, I really like in sealed right now. Uh, but I like, uh, in our format, we usually do, or our venue, we usually do the 400 points format just to give people uh, that... 100 extra points just to play with more figures. Um, and we usually do Silver Age, no BFCs or feats. Um, and I try to restrict uh, resources and stuff like that because I just feel like they break the game and they don't really make the figures that Wiz can make true to what they really are. It's like, well, Superman's good, but I could give him the Phoenix Force and make him even more yeah. <laughs> dangerous than he For can. Sure. So I like to keep uh, game elements outside the game and just make uh, people play at the figures rather than other stuff. Phoenix yeah. Force is so dumb. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I think resources are fine as long as it's known that everyone's going to bring one. But if it's like, yeah. you know, like two people bring a resource and then like one two people just build like Infinity figures. And like, dude, come on. Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> like, yeah. Now, if you want to bring like the penguin resource, I'm cool with that because that's only ten points and it it's dies like, in like three or four turns. You can bring any bad resource you want. Don't get me yeah. wrong. And this I just I feel one. like they complicate the game sometimes. Like we, I just was talking to some of my friends, and I think it was Pandora's box. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Uh, Trinity, I think it was. Um, yeah, the, and that thing was just a hodgepodge of rules and text and everything like that. And the one where you have to like collect everything around the map is really weird, and even the flip side of it, where it's like a choose a dial, a hunter, scavenger, and there's like all this other. It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It's, at that point, it's just it's too much reading and not enough playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I remember uh, in the second five booster figure set justice league when dead man came out and it was like a full page on the front side and the full page on the back side and i'm just like pass i'm never playing this guy i don't want to read all this text oh yeah they've kind of streamlined stuff a little bit yeah which is good uh and it, it doesn't hurt that they haven't really done a true resource since the Blackbird, and even then it was just a like redo I mean, of yeah, other resource right. so yeah, that kind of helps. Um, if they ever get back to the days of, like, plus two stats and running shot or charge or, like, you know, <laughs> the Book of the Skull kind of stuff, I don't know what's going to happen to the game. Or even, like, uh, the Bat Utility Belt, um, like, four years ago. That oh, yeah. Like, plus two let's stats just get anyone super strength. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like... I, I, I wish they would restrict it, so, like... Um, the Infinity Gauntlet that we just talked about. I wish there was a prerequisite, like it had to be only cosmic people keyworded. Or, or like, like higher belt. point, yeah. 
Yeah, or Batbell, only Gotham City keyword. Um, anything like that, just to limit it to who you can put it on rather than, you know, Joey the Snake has the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet. Are you telling me that KC Flash never put on the Suit of Sorrows in the comics? I, I don't refuse believe to so. believe this. He should or be he able to hit had, somebody um, with an Ultra Heavy. Are, are you saying there's comic book in inaccuracies and hero clicks? I'm sorry. I, that can't <laughs> possibly be true. Never, no. Not by design. No. <laughs> I mean, it's fun right. once in a while, but it just makes the game more complicated yeah. than it needs to be. Yeah. All right, so... To wrap up our, our quick little interview here, what is your usual venue? Give your, your venue that you're a judge at a shout-out. Yeah, so the venue that I'm at is at the Mayfair Mall in Milwaukee, and it is the Board Game Barrister. Ooh, right on. Little alliteration. Cool. All right. Yep. All right, and then because uh, we finished up the interview, uh, let's go ahead and move on what made us happy this week. I'll go ahead and start. Uh, besides the WKO, which I will say decisively made me not happy this week. I'll just go out and say that <laughs> right away. Um, uh, but my father uh, came into town, so we hung out, went to uh, the Brick House uh, here in town, had some Chislick, South Dakota specialty, and it was just a just good time, uh, pounding around, catching up, and all that good stuff. What about you, Simeon? I actually will say the WKO made me happy, you don't not have to lie. for like don't have to lie, an obvious Simeon. reason. No, like not for like the obvious reason of like you know like I pulled well or like anything mm-hmm. like that, yeah. but uh, just it's my home venue and we got more people there this WKO than we've had in I think any tournament since all the way back to Deadpool and the X Force. Um, we were trying to like do the math and it was it, it's just been a while since we've had uh, such a big turnout for uh, one event and so that was pretty cool. Um, seeing that like you know sealed is still the biggest draw that a tournament can have um so we we made the venue a lot of money and that was good for us good for our relationship with the venue uh good for the owner of the venue because he's a great guy so that was nice um and then after i went to des moines and i got some zombie burger and if you haven't had zombie burger it's a really good burger so that made me happy Odd. All right, Adam, go for it. Uh, so I got two. One is uh, the WKO that we did in Aurora, Illinois, at Gamers World, where I didn't play in the WKO because, like I said, I don't like I don't play that competitively. And like you called her, I didn't want to pull absolute trash and just not have a chance because there were some. We had uh, Maddie G pulled the Ultron Chase, um, and there were three Chase Thors pulled. And I believe there were four Captain Marvels pulled. Wow! Um, yeah, it was pretty um, ridiculous. Some of the teams that some people made, um, and I didn't want to pull, like you said, a rare Fixer and a rare um, Moonstone, and just get absolutely swamped in the first couple rounds. So I just decided to do some Battle Royals. Um, I got second place in the first Battle Royal, and then in the second Battle Royal, a Peggy Carter Ultra Chase was pulled um i luckily pulled absorbing man so he was my keeper and in battle royal no one's going to want to attack absorbing man just because uh he's 10 clicks deep he can always get regen from being a hindering Mm. um i got past two quakes so my team was absorbing man two quakes uh 
the regular Peggy Carter and a Pepper Potts, and I just destroyed everybody and won the uh, Ultra Chase. The bad thing is, I beat it off a 12-year-old boy. So it was his first Battle Royal, oh. so I did feel kind of bad oh. about it. Uh, but I'm like, it's an Ultra Chase. His dad was right there. His dad got second, so he got the Absorbing Man. So they did walk away with the chase together. Um, and I just said, I'm sorry, dude. Normally I wouldn't go after you, but that's a, that that's a high quality piece right there, and I kind of want it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, the, sec- sure. the second thing that made me happy was I was talking to Matty G, and the next day he was doing a charity event for um, I don't know if either of you guys know Stu McLean. Um, I had actually he, uh, saved this post because I thought it was oh, really really cool. But no, go yeah. go into it. Um, he, uh, Manny G and some of his buddies were doing a charity event for um, Stu's family because Stu had passed away um, not too recently um, at 37 years old and he left behind a wife and two kids and Matty G um, and his buddies had a charity event where they just played clicks and did I think it was dollar probs instead of regular probs and they raised over $1,300 for the family which I thought was just super cool and it just shows how cool our community is um, in times of need like that. And I just got to hand it to those guys for doing such a cool event for um, Stu. Absolutely. Yeah, it's su- Absolutely. super cool. So no, he, uh, just like from the one of the first pictures here with the, the cap hat and the shield, looks like someone who I uh, wish I would have known. So I'm really happy that they did this event for his family and everything. It just it was something that was really, you know, showing the community come together. It was awesome. I enjoy seeing stuff like that. A little, little wholesome hero clicks for you there. Yep. That I just absolutely love. And moving on, we'll go ahead and jump into a little bit about RWKOs. Simeon, why don't you go over, uh, not too much uh, since we have a video of it, but um, what's the team you ended up playing, and then uh, what did you place overall? Yeah, so we did uh, allow mulligans for this WKO, just because the set's like so heavily like balanced towards the higher-end figures that it's kind of hard to do well with rares. Um, so my mulligan team ended up being Prime Jolt, Blackheath, which is a super rare, uh, at least on paper, uh, Uncommon, Citizen V, um, Peggy Carter, the the one that's got the sidestep and can take a click of damage to get running shot, and Nuke Clone, and Fixer. So there really wasn't a whole lot of like theory crafting behind this team other than like, I'm going to need that outwit from Peggy. Uh, Citizen V is, like, solid for 50 points. Blackheath is, like, he makes some pogs. So there's that. I didn't pull any leadership in my two boosters. So this team had no leadership, and it wasn't even an option. I was about 60 points away from a Thunderbolts team, but Peggy and New Clone broke it, and I didn't have another option. Uh, Fixer's just super solid, so of course he was going to be on the team. And New Clone actually, I mean, I usually didn't have enough actions to get him into the battle, but he made like a few opponents kind of think about like where they were going to move and stuff. Because I was like, I'm perfectly fine with damaging my guys. Are you fine with me damaging your guys? Because he's going to explode. So that was, yeah, that was my build. And uh, I ended up getting second overall. And I'm I'm not going to lie, it was mostly due to early placement and, like, how I entered top eight and stuff like that. Um, had I gone up against, like, a big heavy hitter, 
I probably would not have been able to take them down. But I went up against other janky kind of teams with like lower point figures mm-hmm. and like scroungy kind of stuff, and I managed to I managed to win out up until uh, the final match, which was against War Machine. And <laughs> I knew going into it that if I didn't win map, if he could outrange me, then it, like he was going to be able to take like shots without me ever closing the distance because he just has so much range. So my team had six. Was that a theme team for War Machine or no? I so he never used a theme team prop. He also never needed to. He just like Oof. kept hitting. Um, but I want to say. No, because okay. it had right Blade. It was almost like a theme team, but yeah, it had like Blade, War Machine, um, like a handful of Shield guys. So Blade has Wild Card, and he, with the Wild Card, he had three Shield team abilities, which gave War Machine way more oh, range oh. than what I could oh, make oh. up for. Um, Ouch. War Machine's got his own Perplex, and then he had Victor Mancha. So yeah, it definitely wasn't a theme team. But he was doing plenty of damage, so... Mm, that's a lot of damage. Uh, what I ended up with uh, after my second buy-in, uh, I got Hawkeye, Trickshot, Sharon Carter, a Nuke Clone, Black Knight, and then Minotaur, all smashed onto one team. This is a 50-point uh, uncommon Minotaur. Which, which, by the way, this is, a, this is a good team. It's got a prob, it's got a perplex, an outwit. It's got two people with 12 attack with precision strike. This is a, this is a solid team. One guy can running shot pulse wave. Turns out it's not very solid when Captain Marvel just <laughs> just poops on you and just can yeah you never you can can't keep she's fast she's uh, she's a lot higher she's a lot faster she's a lot further uh, than people give her credit for and uh, yeah I, I'm gonna totally blame my loss uh, for going two and two in Swiss and not making it to top eight on the fact that I played like two janky teams right away against people from Wakefield, throwing some shade uh, that way. And then <laughs> I played instantly against an Ultron, lost, and then against Captain Marvel, lost. Uh, I actually like thought I had a good shot against Ultron until I missed like three attacks in a row with a 12, and I'm like, mm, now I'm really not vibing with the team so much. I don't think I can come back from that. And I didn't. But uh, it is still a good team. I think it was a better team than I could have made with my first two boosters. Yeah, yeah think, had yeah. you had my matchups, you might have done well, but like I never right. had to face the Ultron, I never had to face the Chase Thor, I never had to face the Hulk, the Captain Marvel, like literally like all the like big heavy pieces that you could pull, I never had to face. The one uh there's a couple nasty combos that I did come across, but again, like none of the people with like the stop clicks you or had it easy. the I crazy had damage. Once again, the hard working man gets just blown down <laughs> by the guy who gets everything handed to him. All I'm saying... Yeah, uh, that and then, silver spoon I <laughs> have. Silver spoon of Simeon Bruce. Uh, <laughs> no, and then I played in a Battle Royale. Uh, someone pulled War Machine right away, and then like I kind of was like, how fast can I kill that War Machine before it absolutely destroys everything else in the field? And I was able to uh, one-turn a War Machine, which felt pretty pretty good in a Battle Royale setting. So yeah, that was good. Uh, he was so mad, because after we one-turned War Machine, someone else, like, quaked his Maria Hill off a building, killed her, and then, like, the rest of his team was gone, like, the following turn. He's like, did you gang up on Jonah, me? That was it? It was Jonah. Did you notice? <laughs> okay, you I notice? overheard that, and, yeah, I overheard that conversation. That was pretty bad. He, uh, yeah, he walked away pretty, 
pretty quick. It felt felt awful, but uh, not as awful as Adam stealing that poor child's ultra chase. Uh, so, I'm, what can I say? I'm a teacher. I pick on kids every day. So the weekend's right. no change. How that's did right. you uh, one shot the war machine? Out of curiosity. Uh, so this was pretty fun. We, <laughs> I had Wasp, and then who else was it? I had Wasp, Baron Zemo, and uh, it was like one other really. Oh, and uh, Winter Soldier. So I got Winter Soldier outwitted, invincible. Winter Soldier shot him. Wasp pen blasted him. And I think that was for six, and I, that might have put him on his last one. And then Baron Zemo popped him. And boom. For one, yeah, because he got like invul in his last two Yeah, because he got invul. And then boom, that's all she wrote. It was pretty good. It was pretty fun. Poor placement for that war machine. Thought I couldn't get there. Oh, but I could. Now, yeah, did you Battle Royale maps. The, did you play on the map where the starting area is now in the middle and not in the corners? Yeah, on the middle instead yeah. of the corners, yeah. Quake on that map can just sit in the starting area and quake whoever she feels like. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Quake people off buildings, like, it's pretty, yep. it's oh. pretty gnarly. I didn't realize she didn't need line of fire. That makes her so much better, because, I mean, she's almost like Gardner. She's a little bit more point-costed for a little bit less. But, yeah, without needing line of fire and being able to quake from, like, any square within five... You can like hide her behind walls and doors and stuff, and quake people on the other side, or you know. Well, and you can charge quake with her too. You can just charge up four and then quake from five away. So she basically has a running shot quake. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> so good. I, I feel like she's this year's Medusa for Battle Royals. Oh sure, I can agree. With I that. think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That seems uh yeah, it sounds pretty good. All right, with that, uh, I will shout out winner of RWKO was Zach Pogany with the War Machine team. He played great that day from from what I heard, and I, I just think, you know, hey, you got what it takes to win, baby, and then win. So I was pretty happy about that, especially since it wasn't like a total cop-out, like Chase Ultron or something that won. It was instead, it was like, it was just Super Air War Machine. Super Air War Machine is freaking great, uh, but still, it wasn't like a total yeah. like Chase one or whatever, but yeah, so no, I was pretty happy. There was a ton of synergy with the team yeah and so Zach's like, a good player yeah. i've traveled with him before yeah so, so I like think he definitely deserved to when win you when that. you give a good player like pretty solid stuff i mean it was expected that he would be top eight and then yeah he managed to to grind his way to the top and win so for sure all right right on all right with that said we're gonna go ahead and move right into the news News this week was pretty light. WizKids made it easy on us. I guess they heard we had a busy tournament weekend or whatever. Uh, they released the, well, not so much released, but someone else did, the Atlantis OP kit. We finally get to see the dials for this. That's King Trench, the Atlantean General, and then Mara. So we're going to go ahead and each take turns talking about those. Before we do, though, Toy Fair happened this weekend. I pretty much liked everything that happened at Toy Fair, except for what WizKids showed, to be completely honest with you, because we'd basically <laughs> seen everything they already had. Every other company was like, to be honest, I was also pretty disappointed, because like all the Cap stuff was just for the new Stupid Avengers game, where he looks like a crappy like airsofter. He looks just looks like terrible. <laughs> like he looks so like the design for every character in the game is so bad, and then also there's Kamala Khan, so it was like, don't even get started. That game makes no sense, and I hate it. And Did then you see the WWE ladder match game? 
yeah, what is that? Oh, what is happening? That is Which is a Whiskey's, so bad. <laughs> Whiskey's property. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the little ladder match. Oh, it's so great. So terrible. And then, like, a few other toy companies also just showed really bad figures. Like, there's going to be a Marvel Zombies Funko line, which doesn't have Colonel America, which is a big thumbs down for me. But bad things at Toy Fair aside, let's talk about worse things at Toy Fair. Uh, we got to see tops of dials for characters we didn't get to see point values for before. We also got to see some close-up sculpts. Booster Gold's looking really cool with Skeets. Brainiac is looking great in the no pants he is wearing. And then coming in at 10 points for a Brainiac and then a rare Superman I believe, and I can't recall any other really interesting things Heroclix-wise that they we showed off at Toy Fair. We did get a 150-point and 110-point Mongol, mm. but we have no idea. Again, no idea what any of them do. We just know the point. They're missing the dials. Like, they just have the tops, but the dial is, like, popped off. Like, yeah. how much information is that really going to give away when it's on its KO click? Come on, guys. It just makes me wonder why they don't have the dial bottoms on. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm not asking questions. I am, but don't worry about it. Do your do your thing, I guess. So yeah, that's really cool. Uh, obviously, Brainiac, we all assumed he was going to be a chase. We got to see the brown stab. He is a chase. So yeah, 10 points. What do you guys think? We're thinking crazy, weird, trouble alert, slash make it double alert, whatever the Legion is, or potential retaliation so, point line for Robin some of these was characters. The, Robin was the cheapest trouble alert at 20 points. I can't imagine Brainiac doing less than Robin did at 20 points. Ouch. So, because um, Robin at 20 points was sidestep, stealth, and uh, perplex. perplex. Yeah. If Brainiac does more than that for 10 points, then, like, I mean, I don't know. Uh, so, I'm thinking maybe they're switching up the trouble alerts for the villains. Maybe it's, like, a cheap retail kind of thing for, like, those for the legion or maybe it's like a reverse thing for super friends and you give your opponent the super friend instead of taking it onto your team Mm. interesting my my thought is that because i know that a lot of people have been complaining about id cards i feel like this might be a like the superman is a 10 point he might be a 10 point sideline call in where you start at a certain click, you call them in for 10 points. Um, so rather than paying for the card, you pay for the figure, um, and then anyone can call them in. Um, that are just, you know, he swoops in for one attack and leaves the board, uh, same turn. Because um, I feel like they're going to get away from ID cards, so I feel like they're trying the next mechanic with maybe just figure ID cards instead. I'm fine okay. with either of those, yeah, for sure. Like I said, Superman just swoops in one turn, you make an attack, and he swoops out the same turn, so you only score the 10 points uh, if the person decides to... I mean, and obviously the the, the dials they come in aren't going to be super strong, at least I hope not. Um, like a 9 attack, 3 damage, something like that, just place them on the board somewhere. Um, well, my thoughts. Okay, right on. And then, well, let's go ahead and jump into Atlantis. Adam, who do you want to talk about from the uh, great underwater city? I want to talk about this generic Atlantean general. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's give it. Uh, just because this is one of the first generics I think they've had for an OP kit. I can't think of the last generic that we've gotten in an OP kit that you're going to want to get more of because they had the toy soldier, but he was a unique, so you couldn't even get more of him and use him. So right. um, I, I feel like he's going to be highly sought after. And I'm a big Atlantean guy. I love my name more, so the more... These kind of guys I can get the better. 
Um, but uh, Lanty in general, he is coming in at 35 and 25 points. Uh, he has a damage power called Water Tactics Leadership. Unique modifier, adjacent friendly characters, the dolphin symbol, modified damage, plus one. So you're going to want to have him right next to your Namors and Maras and everything to get that plus one damage. Um, and then he starts off with an eight charge, 10 precision strike, 17 toughness, and a three with that special damage power. Um, his lower point is 25 points with a seven sidestep, naked 10 attack, 17 combat reflexes, and two leadership. Um, I think this guy's great. Um, I think he's going to fit on a lot of uh, good Atlantean teams. The only thing I would say I would like them to change is, I know they don't make this stat anymore, but I wish it was the um, Dolphin Transporter. For some of the oh, yeah. Because uh, there are a few Namors out there, Namors out there that have that that this guy won't apply to. Right. I do well, think right on. for 25 points, uh, Atlantis Soldier or Warrior, like he's probably going to be the cheapest leadership for e any of those keywords. Yeah, and that's probably worth it if you don't already have a leadership, and maybe even worth it if you just want to, you know, take off action tokens. Absolutely, I'm going to go ahead talk about Mara here. Uh, Atlantis Mystical Ruler, she is a trait Queen of Atlantis. Free if Mara occupies water terrain, half speed, and then move. I can dig that. Some uh, some King Shark action going on. Just pretty mm -hmm. dope. She's got five clicks deep. She has the amazing speed power of Force Blast uh, as her only speed power. Uh, she's Telekinesis top dial. Shape change, special defense power for first four clicks she has regen on the last one she had some in cap leadership mixed in there no indom six range 45 points what's besides a cool free move what's uh what's the defense bringing to the game she's esd when attacked friendly characters occupying water terrain can use the mystics team ability if their attacker does not occupy water terrain and she also sees through elevated for whatever reason, don't know why. Don't know why that is specifically elevated, <laughs> but she sees through it. Gosh darn it! All right, she gives. So, she does give people uh, mystics, which is pretty sweet. If mystics yeah. was slightly better, like like if this was old mystics, I would probably try to make a team with her Namor, and you can still make a team team with her and chase Namor, who spits out the water terrain everywhere, and with the um, trouble alerts like Main Force Aquaman, who also spits out water terrain. That might be pretty like pretty cool, fun team. For like a casual yeah. like Atlantis kind of night, so I kind of dig that what she does for a cheap 45 points. The free move makes up for her terrible, terrible force blast, and then telekinesis means she can at least uh, do something. She has okay stats, but besides playing her on like a fun Atlantis theme team, I don't <laughs> see her doing much else. Uh, one thing that I wish they would make more Atlanteans, and I think they could have done this with her, is made her a flyer. Because Atlanteans mm -hmm. just do not have good flyers. Um, there's Namor, and I think that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and really, any of them could be flyers because they're riding those waves. So I feel like they should almost have more flyers than they don't. Well, and that's why, like you were saying, the transport dolphin symbol would actually make sense because there's not really, like, like dolphin symbol can't inherently carry, but if somebody's like a dolphin, like if you know, like if it's Namor, and he has flight, like then he can carry. But there, there's people that are from like Atlantis that can transport. They just 
don't give them like a symbol that allows it and it makes sense why they don't but it also kind of hurts the the theme overall not having options like that yeah and i get they swim they don't fly necessarily but it's kind of hard to build a good team without flyers right all so, right you want to give us the the best of which we've saved for last oh <laughs> yeah so last figure in this set is the king the Ooh. king trench you may remember the trench from uh justice league trinity war i believe we got a whole bunch of those and parademons so bust out your old trench because you're going to be needing them because this guy brings in trench bystanders so what does the king come with he comes in with a whopping cost of 200 points. So I know what you're thinking. 200 points? We just got an Ultron with a 14 attack. Clearly, this guy will have like a 15, maybe a 14, if they're, you know, cutting down a little bit. Uh, even, you know, Chase Thor at 125 has a 12. So let's let's see what what's his opening attack value. It's a 10 with blades. Woohoo! Good job. <laughs> All right. Uh, put for real. He's got uh, no team abilities. He's got zero range. He's got the keywords Atlantis, Monster, and Ruler. He has one trait, Dead King's Scepter. It gives him Leadership Mastermind. When King Trench uses Leadership and succeeds, instead of the normal effect, you may generate a Trench Bystander. Max four. So we've seen this on a lot of characters. When they succeed on Leadership, you could uh, generate somebody instead of removing tokens. Pretty cool effect. Um, I'm a big fan of it with the hired flunkies and the suited henchmen and whatever else kind of things, you know. Uh, so he also has, in addition to that trait, a power generate two trench bystanders. So if you're not lucky with your leadership, you can always just force them out. Um, what do the trench look like? They have charge, dolphin symbol, of course, uh, nine attack with poison. 17 defense with super senses and a three damage with exploit so you're at least you know even if they have invincible you're at least doing one uh the poison is always fun if you can get it in swarms this guy can only pop out a max of four and you're going to want to keep at least one next to him so that he can use that traded mastermind um so he his stats he starts with a eight speed with sidestep 10 attack with blades, 18 defense with super senses, and a 3 damage with a special damage power, which is exploit and outwit. Bring food home is what it's called. Uh, this guy is... I, I, I don't I don't want to go through his whole dial, but I will go into like his other powers. Suffice it to say, um, he does get up to a 12 attack on his middle two clicks. Uh, so on clicks 4 and 5... He gets up to a 12 attack. Uh, he's 8 clicks long. His defense never gets higher than an 18. He's 200 points. Let's see, what is his best reducer? Oh, that's right. It's toughness. And it's on clicks 4 through 8. And uh, it's just... I don't know how they costed this guy at 200 points while looking at the same cost of points for like anything else that they make. Uh, 200 points in like WWE gets you two Undertakers. Uh, 100 points in the newest cap set for a super rare gets you the Hulk with you know stop click and comes back to life 
and a 12 attack, and free charges, and 4 damage. And this guy's cool. Um, he has no protection from outwit, so his mastermind can be outwitted. Uh, you could just punch him real hard. Uh, energy explosion's going to get through all of his defenses. Uh, there's just so many ways to take care of this guy. I'm going to have fun playing him once or twice. Uh, I'm going to have a ton of fun bringing out my old trenches uh, from that old DC set. But, man, 200 points. Really whiz kids. Like, I just don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it is kind of neat um, that the gravity feed trench, the very last click, does share the same top dial of the trench... Uh, little bystander he pops out so like that was like the one thing when you said trench i'm like man i really hope they share the dials so they're at least useful it's the gravity feed one which is like harder to get sure uh but at the very least they do share a dial i think the best way to fix this guy to make him like worth 200 points is to just nix his defense power totally and just make that just stop toughness and then i would say yeah sure five stop clicks you know life that'll that'll make this terrible dial worth 200 points i'd say so What's sad is, like, as busted as that sounds, we have a Skeets with three stop clicks for 115 yeah, points. True. So if you doubled Skeets points, he'd be 230 with six stop clicks. So, like, that's not out of the realm of something that they've done. They just completely... And his defense values aren't crazy. Like, even in water, you're looking at a 19 from range. Um, so, like, his defense values aren't, like, crazy high or anything. Uh, he's just... Man, I feel like the 200 points are based on what he can potentially do because uh, looking at this trait, he is he can potentially make three trenches in one turn. You get your leadership, you power action, make two more. There you have three nine charge exploit figures that came out of nowhere that can really um, mess up someone's team. So I think he has potential. I don't think he's worth 200 points like you guys said. Um, at maybe 150. This he, the problem is he's like a Hulk. He has to get attacked to do anything. Besides that, he's just spitting out pods, and he's hoping that they're the ones that are doing the attacking. Oh, and I did just completely gloss over. Uh, so from clicks two to six, he does have charge, and then if he's in water terrain, he has hypersonic speed. So he does get a moving attack and is like mid dial. Um. And that actually isn't too bad because it's on top dial. It's combined with exploit and blades and outwit. So he does have like potential to do damage. He just doesn't. He's not a damage sponge, which in uh, most modern sets you kind of have to be if you want to last until you know like turn three. You have to be able to take like at least two hits. And this guy could just get. He couldn't get one shot because his dial's just too long. I don't think anyone can do eight damage anymore, surprisingly. Maybe uh, Professor Hulk. I think he starts with five, and with a perplex and a heavy object, he could do eight. But, um, no, I'll totally play this guy just for the fact that you said, like, just like you said, uh, being able to bring in, like, three bystanders in one turn is super fun. Other than that... If they would have got rid of the max four, I think he's worth 200 points. Oh, for sure. just keep spitting out trenches. I mean, I would love to see my uh, opponent seeing 10 trenches that came out of nowhere in you know a couple of turns. You team them up with that general and leadership and keep taking that uh, 
um, token off him, and he keeps doing double power or power actions to make two. And then if he gets his own leadership, I mean, if yeah. there's no max in three turns, you could have nine trenches potentially. And I feel like WizKids does this sometimes, where they like preemptively uh, fix a problem that's not a problem, and then they just make the figure bad because of it. So maybe they did design him with no max. And in that case, it's like you leave this guy in your starting area. Every other turn, you just like, you know, double action, two trenches. And they're not crazy good. They've got a 17 with super senses, nine attack. But you like flood enough on the field, he never has to get into combat. Um, and so they put max four. But realistically, for 200 points, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think max four is the right call either. He's kind of like the DC version of the um, was it Earth X Iron Man that just sits in the starting area and pumps out pogs. Oh, oh yeah, sure, the, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's what they're trying to do with him, but kind um, of just hit the mark a little bit, missed the mark a little bit. For sure, for sure. Well, that is all the news we have from the lovely uh, HeroClix universe this week. So we're gonna go ahead and move right on to a little segment, a game that is sweeping the nation. Bad Samaritan. Alright, uh, if you're new to the show, don't know how to play, then I'm going to go ahead and give you the rundown of the rules on Bad Samaritan really quick. I have three Heroclix figures, all modern age, sitting in front of me. It is up to Simeon and our guest Adam to guess who these figures are. Each figure will have three rounds of clues where a random number generator, 1 through 20, will decide which clue they get. Using the clue, they'll each make one guess per round and try to figure out what figure it is. At the end of three rounds, if they haven't guessed what or who the figure is, I get a point if either Adam or Simeon guess the figure in any of the rounds. They will get a point. We'll move on to the next round. Sound good? Sounds good. Simeon, random number generator, 1 through 20. Let me see if we can figure out who the first figure is. First clue is number 6. Number 6 is going to be named keyword. This character doesn't have any. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Okay, I got my guess. <laughs> he popped in my head as soon as I said ooh. So um, I'm thinking generics, and when I think generics, I go nuke clone, because that's what I've been playing with lately. But he is power elite, so he definitely has a named keyword. Yeah. Um, shield generics also have shield. No. I'm going to go, yeah, <laughs> surprisingly... <laughs> They also have the team ability, you know. Fun fact. I'm trying uh, to think of some people that are just like mystical, and uh, there's, there's a lot of figures out there that are just mystical and soldier and something like that. Um, sure. And when I heard no 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 named keywords, I heard no keywords, and I knew immediately who called or picked. But that's not the case anymore. Um, it's so funny because when I listen to this show in my car and you play this game, I'm screaming at my radio, it's this guy, how are they not getting it? <laughs> um, and now I'm on the spot and I can't think uh, of the lick of me right now. And now someone is screaming at you, and they're, if someone already knows who it is, <laughs> without, with just, like, there's so many with people just that, that don't, yeah. yeah. 
There's like, definitely they might. guesses. They might. There are going to be some wild guesses that might be correct out there. You never know. I'll but throw all right, out, guys. First I'll round. throw out Wendigo for my for my first guess. Going for Wendigo from Simeon. Right, Surprise. Um, I cannot think of his entire name, but it was the, I believe it was the Hulk from the What If, the generic, like, Chinese Hulk, that, um, and I cannot remember what the Hulk name that was. That set wasn't... is not modern, so I will not oh, let it's you a modern, choose. Sorry. It's gotta be modern. Ooh. This game okay. does have to be modern age. Modern, my bad. I am gonna go with then, we'll stay with Colossals and go with Green Puff Dragon. Alright, one for Wendigo, yeah, one for yeah. Green, Green Puff Dragon. It is going to be neither of those. You're going to have to give me another clue. Second clue. Oh, no. It's number one. Which is going to be team ability. <laughs> and there's this, no team ability. This character does not have a team ability. <laughs> oh. yeah. So no named... Kind of figured they wouldn't with no named keywords. At best, uh, wild card would have been like the only thing. Um, so there's a lot of like soldiers that are like just soldiers. Um, man, there's a lot of police that are just police. So I could say like Renee Montoya, and she's maybe is Gotham City. Oh no, I don't play enough Renee Montoyas. Trying to think if there are any generics in Earth X. There's, I mean, there's generics, but not with no named keyword because no there's keywords. Hydras and like even the AIM dudes have, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Vulturions even have Thunderbolts. So there's like there's named keywords everywhere. Um, it's crazy oh. how those aren't the figures you're trying to guess or whatever, but you just said so many wrong things in one sentence. I couldn't not. <laughs> Sorry. No name but, keywords and no. Well, Tree has a Sinister yeah. Syndicate or Magia, not Thunderbolts. I don't think. I, I what? Okay, fine. How dare you? <laughs> how yeah. many Volturians have I played with realistically? Two. Maybe exactly two. I don't know. Um, I know. To... Uh, let's see. See, the funny I just, thing I just is, gave you I, a, a free hint. It's not Vulturion. Uh, I love <laughs> generic figures, too, so this is killing me that I can't think of any right off the top of my head. I try and play as many generic figures on a team as possible. Ooh, it could be a WWE guy. No, they have WWE keywords. Oh my so gosh, wow. I um, love that line of thinking. I'm glad you realized it, though. <laughs> I there, uh, immediately realized <laughs> Are there any um, Star Trek figures like Tribbles? Do they have any? Yeah, they would just have keywords? animal. They would just, um, they, they there's have plenty of Star Trek stuff. Like I think Q's both only have cosmic. I don't think like Q Continuum. I don't think is a keyword. Maybe it is Trelane. Uh, I know only has cosmic. Well, don't uh, they have the Q team ability though? They oh, that's true. They have a team the, ability. The power cosmic basically of Star Trek. And that's um, our second great clue is that there's no team ability. I am I'll lock in my Tribble guess. Okay, like one team. for Tribble. Okay. Uh I'm trying to think of a set that just didn't have a ton of like recent set that didn't have a ton of named keywords. Because every figure I'm going down through is like at least it had one. Was there uh, any 
thing in X Men, um, the animated, like the Assassins, or um. Yeah, I'll go with Assassins Guild because they yeah they only had Assassin and like maybe like martial artist. Okay, one for Tribbles, one for Assassins Guild. You have missed the tribute, and we're gonna have to go into round three. All right. Last clue, guys. You better hope it's a good one. Last clue is number 13. Number 13 is going to be opening movement power. This character has stealth. Did you say sidestep? Okay. Nope, stealth. Come on. That's almost almost just as bad. Um, no matter what movement power I would have said, like running shot, charge, size of bullet, you would have said that's almost just as bad. So It's true, because they're almost all as bad as the others. Combined with our first two clues, uh, um, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to lose this one and beat him on the next two. Oh, cause... I don't I don't accept that at all. Um, <laughs> Called a question. Do yes. by, do bystanders count? Bystanders do not count. Okay, because uh, I was yeah. thinking of hired flunkies, but uh, not gonna work. Well, with that stealth gone, that assassin would have been my guess for this round, but. Man. What other assassins are out there that have health? And and then I start thinking of shield. See, like people Industrial Spy them, even has Industrial Spy has like the aim keyword, I think. So yeah. like even stuff like that where I know he's got well he doesn't have he's got the espionage trait. He doesn't have normal stealth. Oh yeah, um, you're right, he does have aim. But yeah, I think Almost everything in Captain America had at least one named keyword. Like, I don't think there's a single figure that didn't come with at least one named keyword in Captain America. Uh, let's see. Is there anything in, like, Batman animated that had generic stuff and stealth? Uh, there was the ninjas. The and ninjas. they probably had just, like, assassin so, Did uh, Suited Henchmen have stealth at any point? Well, Suited Henchmen had Gotham City Underworld keyword. Oh, that's right. And Underworld team ability. Yeah, so... That's what, like... It's crazy, because, like, most generics actually have, like, keywords for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, what, or I'm trying to think now, Rebirth, what was all in that one for generics? Generic and, with stealth and Rebirth. What about the, um, did the Outriders have means of Thanos? Yeah, they did. Oh. I knew they yeah, had Outriders, they start with stealth, but they, yeah, they did have, um, let's see, uh, Skrull, I'm thinking Captain Marvel movie, but the Skrulls would obviously have the Skrull keyword. Yeah. Any this is, yeah, these are some bad clues. Yeah, some terrible clues. Always I'll go with Ninja unless you want to. Um, no, you can take the Ninja. Um, yeah, I don't think that's what it is. but Anything in Battle Worlds, maybe, because there were... Um, no, all those guys had keywords. They had, like, Weird World and Battle Worlds. Yeah, the generics Revelant. all had, like, a, some sort of, like, some sort of um, Battle World keyword. Just in the uh, safety of time, I'll just go with the uh, Industrial Spy. All right. One for Industrial Spy, one for the Ninja. Sorry. 
Anyways, uh, it's going to be neither of those. I'm sorry. I'm taking them a point. Ooh, boy. I'm feeling great. One point up. Let's go ahead and jump right into the next round because I'm feeling fantastic. Don't know about you guys. Do we do we not get to know what the like, figure was? We, oh, that's that right. The, that I'm so punishment? sorry. I started to I started to like just like write down Calder <laughs> is the best. Uh, this the figure is Elseworlds 022, the Clockwork Man. Uh, His only keywords being past and robot. Wow, I did not go back far enough for generics. Yeah. Yes, there is a theme this week. It's a pretty loose theme, so don't don't get too caught up on it, but. Just so you know. But yeah, Clockwork Man. That's who you guys are looking for. Uh, the only special power that maybe would have tipped you off about what he could do is that he had calculated your defeat, which I don't even think helps you decide who he is. That no. no. Even um, like right, the ranged second. combat expert. I See, I thought he had sidestep. See, he has shape. But yeah. Shape from stealth top dial is really weird. Uh, but all right, next up, second figure, first clue, Simeon. Number nine. Number nine is going to be... Ah, oh shoot. I <laughs> closed the page. Number nine is going to be range number bolts. This character has six range and one bolt. Six range. So sorry. I... Ugh, there's so much. <laughs> it's like the most average of range out there. Um, I mean, there's plenty of Captain Americas out there with a range of six. Yeah, that is the the sidestep stealth of range. Yeah. That is the, the that is the. Uh, I mean, we know it's not like a close combat guy, but that's about all that we know. Yeah, I mean, Captain America wouldn't put it past Calder, first of all, um, and it takes out a ton of figures um, off the board. So I'm I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with like an archer kind of dude so i'll go with green arrow just to throw a dc thing in there and i will also then go with uh captain america going for green arrow which will cover all oliver queen green arrows going for captain america which will cover all everybody named captain america that being said it is not green arrow or captain america Clue two, figure two, Simeon, what have we got? We've got number 13. Number 13 is opening movement power. This character has running shot. So that wow. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I say we just double down on this one. I'm going to say <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, that's that what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's at least an Iron Man, a single one with a six range, one sh- like one lightning bolt. So, this, trying to think, does would you think Cyclops would have more than a six range? Yeah, unless it's like a common, uncommon one. Yeah. Then it might have about six. He said there was a somewhat of a theme. So. Oh, with that being said, I almost want to say Sheriff Steve Rogers because Ooh, he does have six one had, lightning bolt, and he's a bit of a cowboy, if I do recall. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Sheriff Steve Rogers. Okay, one for Iron Man, one for Sheriff Steve Rogers. 
we're going to need another clue to bring us to the final round. Clue number is. two. Is this going all the way to 20, Simeon? Yeah, sure? yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. It's, it's weird because normally by now I've had at least one free play. Like, I don't Jeez. like this this new oh number generator I'm this using. Is terrible. Uh, the point value is going to be 75 points. 75 points. I'm going to go with Mr. Freeze because there's Ooh. at least one Mr. Freeze with a running shot six range. That's 75 points. Okay. There's also a there's also a uh, two face with a six range, seventy five points running shot. Man, maybe right. I won't go with two face. I'll go with two face. I'm switching it. Okay. Switching. Um, normally I would have locked in that Mr. Freeze. I'm feeling pretty nice. We'll give you two face. All right, Simeon. So I mean, Harvey Dent, <laughs> the two face politician he is, Harvey Dent. All right. All right, Adam, 70, it's up to you points. to win it all if Simeon's Two-Face guess goes through. Running shots. I'm just trying to think of theme, clockwork. That could be cowboys. That could be robots. Could be Running passed. Could be it could passed. be throwing you off. Could be throwing you <laughs> off. I have well, heard this show we many do know, times to know that he will do that to you. We at least know that they're both shooty kind of people. Yeah. Um, with the so he's not picking a shooty range. and a punchy kind of person. Uh, there is a six range, and six range usually denotes that they are not as good of a shooter as, you know, say a Hawkeye or um, a trick shot or, you know, or anyone. Or Arrow, can... like who you just guessed the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's, there's, I mean, there's cheaper versions too, I guess. I don't know. I'm I mean, just you know spitballing. You know it's not an Iron Man or a Cap. Trying to think of what other. No Spider-Man really have running shot. There is that one from, I believe it's Battle Worlds. Um, but most, for the most part, Spider-Man have charge. Yeah. Um. And I just think Cyclops. Just you know what? I am just gonna go with Cyclops. I know there are some Cyclops out there with a six range. Um. I'm going to go with, yep, lock it in, Cyclops. All right. We got one for Cyclops, one for Two-Face, and it is going to be neither of those figures. One more point for Calderness. Wow. The, the character wow. you were looking for was from Avengers Infinity 026, Jack of Hearts. Oh. Yeah? He was one of my favorites from Supernova way back in the day. I love that Supernova, the running shot, like, four damage, pulse wave, top yep. like, nine attack or whatever. But it's Jack awesome. of hearts. Jack of hearts. Clockwork And now Simeon's thoroughly confused. It's a poker theme. Because I'm going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's very, it's a very loose theme. I'll probably have to explain it. Don't, don't get too caught up in yourselves. All right, guys. All right, third, third figure. Will I sweep? We shall see. First clue. All right. Just to prove that it's a 1 through 20 number generator, this number is 20. Number 20 is going to be a free play. 
Uh, popular things people choose is like the set, a name of a trade or special power. Uh, named keywords help a lot. I know you also love uh, range number of bolts, generic keyword, set number, point, you know, speed, so opening speed, great power, opening yeah, speed yeah. power, you know, team ability. That one's so helpful for you guys. Uh, I can also read the full list if you want me to, but really, there's a couple obvious choices. You wanna? Do you want to uh, narrow it down to set, or would you like to know the set number? Those I are was, my my two go tos. Yeah, I was thinking go with set because that will narrow it down uh, just a tad for us. For All sure. Right. Okay. Everybody's cool with set. This figure is from Batman the Animated Series. Ooh. All right. Well, so we... what's your poker theme that you were? <laughs> uh, well, about? there there is Batman villains that are uh, card related, but uh, not in animated series. I don't believe. Um, let's see. So we've got a Clockwork Cowboy. We've got a Jack of Hearts. Was Clock King in that set? There was a Clock King in that set. So uh, he Clock was a prime. Man, but I don't know how Jack of Hearts ties into time. He did say it was pretty loose, so... Was there a figure in that set that had more than one of itself? Like, I think there were three or four Batman. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. In Batman Animated, there was, there was multiple Batmans. One was a Prime that was the same sculpt as Killer Croc. There was also yeah. the Caped Crusader title character, the Hardak Batman. Um, and this one had the super buddies in, correct? It did. Yes. So that's the Chase Batman there. Ooh. You gave me an idea. I'm going to go with Apache Chief. Okay. I've had enough of this, Chuck. <laughs> Hilarious. How can I ask ties into the theme of Jack of Hearts and Clock uh, Workman with Apache Chief? Or are you just shouting out Apache Chief because... Yeah, I just, I just like the... I just love Apache Chief. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Um, I, yeah. I'm going to go from one, for one of my favorites in that, that and that is Man Bat. Alright. One for Apache Chief, one for Man Bat. I do want to say, they aren't super buddies, they're super friends. Super, super buddies bad. is Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Get that right. It is an actual <laughs> keyword, apparently, that I just found out exists. Who to thunk? Why? Who knows? Anyways... It's neither of those people. <laughs> Give us another clue, Simeon. Going back to the bottom, number six. Number six is going to be named keyword. This character is a member of the Justice League. I am surprised. Uh, that's almost half the set. Um, yes. That is all of the Super Friends, I believe. And also... Just a ton of people, so... Yeah, there was Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Superman Rare, all the super friends. Yeah, um, Flash. Flash. Um, yeah, there's a Flash, a Green Lantern. I'll go with... Just with, like, a... I, I don't know, kind of like a soldiery kind of thing. I'm gonna go with Green Lantern, because it was John Stewart. Yeah. All right. One for Green Lantern locked in. 
And I'm going to go with, and I believe I've talked to Calder in the past and told him that I am a Superman fan, and he might just kind of slip it under the radar thinking it would just be too obvious to pick a Superman for this, for me. So I'm going to lock in a Superman. All right, one for Green Lantern, one for Superman. It's going to be no, no, absolutely wrong uh. on all accounts. <laughs> third figure, third clue. This is it, guys. This is the final inning. Oh, no. Sports things. The clock is running out. My ankle so. really hurts. That's what they do in soccer, right? Like something like that. Yeah. This is it. Down to the wire. I really want to re-roll this, but just to prove that my number generator is from 1 to 20, it is clue number 1. Clue number 1 is going to be team ability. I'm throwing this number generator away after this. <laughs> it's JLA. It is uh, no affiliation, actually. Ooh. No affiliation. No team ability whatsoever on this uh, So we know that, but they are Justice League, right? Wait, what? No. Yeah. Was that clue number two? Was Justice League? Yes. Okay, so we know they're Justice League. We know that uh, they don't have the team ability. So I know the rares in that set did have the Justice League team ability. I don't think the Super Friends did. That's true. Because um, I remember Wonder Woman very vividly had the JLA and so did Green Lantern, but I don't think the Super Buddies did, and I'm almost 95% positive. There's also Hawkman Hawk Girl, which was a super rare. Um, they probably have the past keyword, which isn't really like a theme, but... Hmm. Yeah, they're uh, trying to think of the other super rares from that set that, that would have the Justice League team ability. I didn't, uh, I didn't buy much of this set. <laughs> but I, I, I'm almost positive that Hawkman Hawk Girl did have Justice League ability. But yeah, I've built a few Justice League case. themes, like theme teams, out of just this set. So there's a ton to go around in this set. Um, so we've already covered Superman, we've already covered Green Lantern, so that covers two of the Super Friends, plus Apache Chief, so three Super Friends are down. Um, we could just hedge our bets and throw one in for, like, Wonder Woman, one in for Flash, or try and split it that way, because there's at least multiples of those. Uh, yeah, there's two Wonder Woman. Would did we say Batman yet? Because I don't. Did he have the Justice League? Yeah, he did? like the uh, rare one oh. definitely did. Yeah. Um. Were there any villains that had it? Because I know they like to throw that in there sometimes. Like Alex Luthor was part of a Justice League, but I don't think there was any in. Not from Batman, yet. no. Okay, but yeah, and. Re- Rebirth. I think Lex has Justice League. So, um, my guess. Yeah. I'm thinking it's one of the Super Friends because I can't think of any other figures from the main set that had that keyword and not the ability or the team ability. So if we so say what, Hawkman, Hawk Girl, 
as then the duo, does that also cover Hawkman or Hawk Girl? I'm gonna say no. Oh, just you. because I hate you, Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fair enough. There were how, how many super friends were in that set? Twelve? Yeah, so many. So we already took out Apache Chief, we already took out Green Lantern, and we already took out Superman. So that leaves nine. So what yeah. of the nine would go in a theme with a clockwork man and a jack of hearts? And a clockwork man and a jack of hearts. If we're assuming Which, it's super friends, because it's already Justice League, so we're kind of assuming yeah. it's... Uh, the Atom is on... I know Calder likes the Atom a lot, especially the one that's on George Washington. Yep. So that is probably a solid guess. Um, There's the Robin. There is the Wonder Woman with the it, bracelet. It could be Robin because I know Calder likes his his like uh, rap music, I'm sorry. and so it would be like Robin, Cowboys, and you know, like like not Robin the Bird, but like Robin Fools kind of yeah. thing. Um, I don't think it's Aquaman. <laughs> I don't see how he fits in that at Sorry, all. Robin Fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it'd be Aquaman because he doesn't fit that at all, I don't think. Um, no. But Hawkman and Hawkgirl, I don't see them fitting in that at all either. Um, are we missing any super friends that we haven't talked about? Oh, there's um, there's Flash, and there is oh my gosh, who's the guy that's two people? The uh, oh, Firestorm. Uh, Firestorm, thank you. Yeah, he's yeah. The kid and the professor in the one. Right. Um, I forgot who I even said the first of all. Who I was going to choose. <laughs> um. I know there's at least three, maybe probably more th than three Batman in that set. There might yeah. be like four or five. Because uh, I don't remember the uncommons and commons. And you just wait. We're wrong about the Super Friends not having the JLA, and people are just I'm screaming. loving this right now, by the way. Screaming this is at the such a good, right this is like, such a good feeling. <laughs> I'm going to lock in the Atom, just because Calder okay. is too in love with the Atom to ever pick something other than the Atom. Okay, Simeon Bruce, the Atom, locked in. Alright, Atom, and, it's up to you. I just and, had it. It's which is, I'm saying that twice. Uh, now, real Atom, it's up to you to figure out if Simeon... Right. If you want to hedge it on Simeon, also you need to make a really solid guess, because this is the end-all, be-all uh, for this show. Yeah, yeah. otherwise Adam, people And win. I don't want a theme of the guest not getting any right because it's oh. it's been a pretty rough uh couple of shows where the guest hasn't gotten any and it's like come on i believe in you i am i'm debating between the flash and firestorm so i wish i had a coin on me to flip um hey alexa flip a coin there you go flash's head <laughs> what did alexa say nothing okay she's not helpful I am going to go with Firestorm. One for Firestorm. One for the Atom. I have them both in front of me right now. I'm just looking at them. They both have Justice League. They both don't have a team affiliation. 
So these are both correct answers based off what you guys know, but only one of you can be right, and who is it? And I'm sad to say it's Simeon Bruce. Oh, very nice. I did not want to hear that chime at all this episode. I wanted to sweep with my super dope theme. Man. Uh, I'm so angry. I hate to say that I know you too well, but I mean, I think I might have to take a hiatus from this podcast because I know you too well. That's so bad. (laughs) Uh, The theme, this is um, incredibly difficult unless you really do know me uh, to know what the theme is. Otherwise, it's three random figures. The Clockwork Man is to represent Waldrug, South Dakota, where they have a clockwork band of cowboys that will sing to you if you give them a dollar. The Jack of Hearts was, uh, during the 50 States Initiative for Avengers Comics, he was the Avenger for South Dakota, and I own that issue in Jack of Hearts, a nice, like, silhouette, whatever version of South Dakota is there. And then, of course, the Atom is standing on top of George Washington, who is the first face they made, and the biggest one, since it also has most of his torso, in Mount Rushmore, which is in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota. So it had nothing wow. to do with that my name is Adam and you chose the Adam. It had absolutely nothing to do with it. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I that... was thinking like motorized patriot. Like you've got clockwork man, you've got a statue of a patriot. Yeah. And then Jack of Hearts was just like, no, let's not let's just pretend like that wasn't one. He was pretty oddball and he, he yeah. is hard to figure out if you don't, if you don't get it. But yeah, that was it. Everybody's like, that is such a bogus theme while they're listening to this. Are you serious? And it is so unhelpful. And I said it was unhelpful. So come on, give me some credit here. Yeah, it's true. But thus concludes bad Samaritan. Thank you guys so much for playing at uh, Adam. Thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Before we have you go, why don't you go ahead and plug your YouTube and any other social media you have uh, one last time. Yeah, check me out on uh, clicking it dot or clicking it dot clicking it on YouTube and Facebook. That's C L I X I N little apostrophe I T. I try to upload videos every week. I just put up a interview with Matty G that I did at W K O. Uh, Matty G's a super nice guy, super good at hero clicks. Way you beyond don't have that. to lie. You don't have to lie. <laughs> um, way beyond anything that I can ever hope to accomplish in uh, the hero clicks game um and you know it was a great interview with him i hope to interview more people um if i can at origins caller Simeon, if you want to stop by i'd love to interview you guys and throw you off on the channel as well um, absolutely we do um unboxings on our show we do a episode called battle box where we just come up with a theme this sunday uh, my friend tyler wants to play the dark knights metal at their full points which is about 1600 points so we're going to do uh, Dark Knight Metal versus the Phoenix Force. Um, my Ooh. bet is on the Phoenix Force. Um, yeah, overcosted be... new figures versus uh, the old old hotness. Yeah, like I'll be playing um, the old Cyclops, the old Colossus, Namor, Magneto, Thane, the two Colossals, and a Rachel Summers against his wannabe Batman villains. <laughs> um, and um yeah we just have a great time uh we'd love your guys support um and yeah that's about it hit us up on facebook and youtube whenever you guys get a chance all right fantastic well thank you so much for being on see you adam see ya all right moving on in the show before we start the really sick segment of community i'm going to one more time actually a few more times why why lie 
plug the Captain America tournament we're going to be doing. We're going to be giving away a brick of the latest set, Captain America and the Avengers, over an online tournament. Here is the what, where, when, and all the who's that you need to know. Uh, what? You're winning a brick of Captain America. Other prizes uh, for other folks can be stuff like action tokens, like di custom dial H action tokens. We also have some WKO prizes to give away, so we're very excited. We need at least 10 people for the tournament to fire. Uh, when is going to be March 7th. Probably going to start about 10 a.m. Saturday. We want to make sure everybody gets to play three rounds. Then we'll probably cut to a top four, something like that. We'll figure out when we get there. Uh, so we need 10 people. It's going to be March 7th. And what can you play? It's going to be 400 points Golden Age. It can only be characters with the name Captain America, with Captain America in their name, or real name Steve Rogers, since it is, after all, a Captain America set, and it's a celebration of his nine-year return to HeroClix. If you're interested, the buy-in is $10. Message uh, the Dialect HeroClix Facebook page or Twitter uh, saying that you will absolutely lock in, and then about a week before, we'll go around ding, 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 collect in from people. If you are on our Patreon, you subtract your monthly donation to... Uh, from your tournament entry. So if you donate five bucks, whatever, the tournament entry is only five dollars. See how that works? You take it off. If you donate one dollar, it's nine dollars, etc., etc. So go ahead, join the tournament. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I want to see a lot of really cool, creative teams out there and see what people can do with this. Uh, it's kind of like how I used to make teams when I first started, and still kind of do to this day. It's just a bunch of people named Captain America. Throw them on a team, uh, roll some dice, have some fun. Uh, sure. And if you have any questions, message the page. But that is the plug for the tournament. I'll go ahead and plug the Patreon really quick since we did already mention it. You can go check that out, patreon.com slash dialh for hero clicks. we got action tokens. We do monthly giveaways. This month, the top place person who is just going to be randomized through all of our Patreons is going to receive a full curse set of Captain America and the Avengers. Uh, you're welcome. And the second place person is going to get a full set of Captain America, the Warner Soldier. Uh, not including all the Target exclusive figures, just the normal figures. So that's kind of a fun throwback for you guys there. And that full set is going to be uh, with the chase included from the Captain America Wonder Soldier set. So go ahead and join the Patreon if that sounds fun. You can also join uh, Patreon with our Patreon Discord server. We're going to play Bad Samaritan. We're going to try to do it at least once a month with one or two people. So if you enjoyed uh, watching Adam and Simeon's brains get absolutely racked in this episode of Brad Bad Samaritan, uh, then you can go ahead and do that uh, in person, live with us. Moving on to the community section. Let's get right into it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Simeon Bruce, uh, Community Tuesday's question. What was it? What did we ask? This week's Community Tuesday question feels like it was a while ago, but it was. Episode 300 is right around the corner. What would you like to see slash listen to for the big occasion? Oh, boy. I'm, I'm incredibly excited for episode 300 as much as I am wildly unprepared we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna read all of these we're gonna read them pretty fast and only talk about them if they really stand out uh cody says he wants to hear about the death of hero clicks what a nice guy <laughs> i could do that any day uh on facebook tyler murin says i think it could be kind of cool to do a youtube slash skype live stream and have a bunch of guests play the world's largest game of bad samaritan unless maybe it's too late than just a good old discussion about your favorite Hank Pym, Ant-Man, and the Wasp-related characters, since we have such a small collection of Pym Tech-based figures. You should be able to cover every one. We could, but Chris liked uh, Hank Pym, that nerd. I don't. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> uh, superhero, little, uh, super fan, little plus superhero says, it'd be really cool if you could get all the past hosts on one episode 
we did do that for episode 200 we had uh me excuse me we weren't able to actually get uh what's his face austin and it would also be very difficult to get a few of these guys back on but if you want to listen to us talk to hunter and drew you can do that on episode 200 when it was me and chris so that's the best i can do for you there sure vigilante peter marshfield says agree on value corner hidden gems for sure also remember the infamous cheese it versus nacho cheese doritos in wendy's chilies argument so he was uh, agreeing with another comment about doing some throwback uh segments that sounds like a original three argument that they probably had that and their whole rc cola with chili and cheetos i want to say i don't think i argued about wendy's that much because i think all those foods are terrible for you. Uh, Mr. Clicksflix says, 300 favorite figures. Uh, obviously, this is what we should do. Very, uh, I mean, how can we not? That would oh, yeah. be so quick and easy to do. Uh, I could run down the line. Yeah. Oh, Just, sure. uh, Wolverine number blah, blah, blah. Wolverine number blah, blah, blah. <laughs> mm, there you go. <laughs> That'd get me through at least, like, you know, 30 sets. Uh, ben Norris says... Five figures you hope for in the announced upcoming sets for this year. Top five that you hoped for. So That's we could do, yeah, we could do a quick list for that. Susan Chance McCall says Calder and I finally clashing over who the real cowboy is. I can solve that for you right now. No real cowboys come from Florida <laughs> and show. Is there there uh, another reply to that maybe? Uh, there is, but it is so incredibly <laughs> wrong, I won't even uh, bother saying it. All the right. gift's okay. pretty good, though. <laughs> uh, John Carl says, throwback segments, value corner, hidden gems, etc. So that's what Peter Marshfield was replying to. I should have read those in order. That would have been much more... Good job. Good sense. job, yeah. uh, Vigilante Chris Kurt says, bring on the Chris, if you can. We'll have to see. The man For sure. Legend. Chris Burton. Absolutely. Superhero organist Robin Cave says, Marvel-only discussion. Remove all other licenses from the equation and discuss a world where you never had to deal with a Batman, Ninja Turtle, or Starfleet. What is a Ninja Turtle? I don't know. What is a, a Starfleet? Sounds like something like terrible version of Star Wars. We could me. do that, but I think we would... Uh, we would make the one person that listens and likes DC really sad. I think we do that every week. Without trying. Well, no, not <laughs> I this think week. Wizkid it was all DC that, news, yeah. actually, this week. So it's not yeah. our fault. It's not our it's, fault. All right. No. If it was up to me, Superman would be the best figure in the game. For no. some reason, it's Unimind, which is a character that no one has ever cared about. You don't know the, the cult classic character Unimind? He started the whole comic industry. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you know. He back inspired in, superheroes and not nine far. Back in lame action comics number two, when yeah. he d- debuted. D- well, obviously it wasn't action comics; it was a Marvel character. But anyways, uh, vigilante tippy toes <laughs> nuts. That's the thing uh, you had a problem with. Says, yeah, 
Yo Sase, favorite moments, bits, sets from the whole series and or your guys' time on the show? If not, maybe 300 reasons why Captain America is a D-list hero. I can name one reason why I'm never going to read your answers ever again, and it's that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Steven Bumbera It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> the Flight of the Valkyries. Oh, funny. We said list. All right. Yeah. That's uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Audrey says, a warrior theme team. I'll give you a warrior theme team right here. Josiah X at 50 points. Guy Gardner at 75. Thor at 50 points. Uh, Balder at 80. Odin at 25. And then uh, let's do the boxing ring and uh, one more 10 point object. Boom. There's a warrior theme team. I played it last week. You're welcome. Ooh. No Muhammad Ali. I like it. Uh, well, the whole thing was to reduce. Muhammad uh, Ali doesn't. Okay. I see. I see. Malcolm Rush says, Malcolm question block. Any suggestions for the topic I should ask? So, Malcolm's asking a question in our question. Oh, man. Is he really going to, like, Ron Swanson me? I intend to answer all of their questions with a question. With a like, question? Okay. What would be what would be a good like uh, I think favorite moments honestly a lot of these are like favorite moments favorite guests maybe something like that those are pretty good questions I would say probably things we'll we'll answer anyways on the show I yeah imagine. so yeah I could yeah you could uh, you could break down our show into different categories and yeah do our favorite and then you know don't do uh, worst moment because that would just be you know talking to Calder right. Uh, Listening to usual, Calder, Bruce. Um, having to know Calder, seeing him at tournament. I mean, it's just going to be all. It's going to it's going to get old, and it's going to be a real, real downer episode for people. So don't do that one. Right, right. Uh, see me after the show. We'll discuss <laughs> I don't uh, see you. I only hear you. Vigilant. <laughs> Shut up. Run with it. They don't know. Uh, Vigilante Collectibles says. Uh, you each do a top ten of things the game has done right and the bottom uh, that they've done wrong. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Maybe. Top ten lists. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I can see that. Uh, McConnell Lamar says, A Golden Age match between Calder Ness and Simeon Bruce. Hey, that's me. And that's you. A Golden Age. Hey, it is. I could do that. I would do that. I'd be pretty down for that. We could make it like that just not, like a video too. Yeah, uh, it might not translate episodes. the best to audio. Audio, so we, yeah. Yeah, we could totally do a different YouTube, like a video episode to go like combine with it. But uh, I think listening to us play Golden Age would be kind of hard to follow. So we get it would be. sidetracked a lot. So be. what's a super scroll? Anyways. Uh, Vigilante Ben Jones says Bad Samaritan is a must. You are correct. We will, no matter what, absolutely be playing Bad Samaritan. Trust me. Absolutely. 100%. All right. And last but not least on Facebook, Alex Morse says video episode. So very possible. I could, uh, we can definitely do a video episode. The problem with that is uploading it to Podbean. You're not going to have the video. You're only going to have the audio. Also so true. it will have to be interesting in both formats. Um, yes. That is so our. So you would just want all us to like sit down and do a normal show, but it's also videoed. Uh, that could happen. But we got to make it interesting as well, like you said. 
uh, uh, protagonist Jedi Legend says best moments from your time on the show so far. Maybe some bloopers. I can I can dig this. I can dig this a lot. Uh, we don't make a whole lot of bloopers. Fun fact: most of these shows are one one takes. We're so good. We're so good at the show. We do make some bloopers. I don't know how many of them are recorded and saved. That's the problem, I think. But uh, we do normally do the show in a pretty good straight shot, like like tonight's episode. I, I guarantee there won't need to be any editing at all. And then James Martin uh, has the last answer, and he says, I'm thinking Parade of Stars, which I assume is also a song that he wants to hear. Don't know what Parade <laughs> of Stars is. Very sorry. And thus ends uh, the... Community Tuesday's question. I am excited for our 300th episode next week. There's going to be a lot of planning that's going to go into it, and uh, I just can't. I just can't wait. What are you saying? Yeah, we. I do have an idea for like a, a kind of funny, fun thing. Um, we may or may not finally, after all these years, uh, not so long for me, we may have a potential insider of WizKids. I'm not talking like. I'm not talking like you know. Uh, someone that handles social media or something. I'm talking like a, a top dog of WizKids may be coming to talk with us. So let's just let's just leave that there, and uh, we'll we'll see when episode 300 drops. We shall see. We shall see. Moving on, we're gonna go ahead and jump into Jedi Legends Hero Clicks Tip of the Week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Boom. Assumptions. They make it <laughs> out of you and umption. Never assume all giants and colossals have some form of willpower or super strength. Check them dials. Some are just big. Some got a sickness for the thickness, and they're just big. And sometimes they got no willpower. That's just the way it be sometimes. There are, though. You just kind of assume. When they're big, they have a certain point value. Assume they have willpower or power cosmic or something like that. Some don't. A lot, surprisingly, don't have super strength. And you really feel like they should... Because they're just they're so big, like why can't yeah, they not? If I can call? carry a normal sized character, I should be able to pick up, you know, or at least if you look at like the heavy objects in this game, it's like yeah. a refrigerator. If I can pick up and carry a normal character, I can probably pick up and carry a refrigerator and hit you with it. Because right. um, we're not like piggybacking; we're like you know, lifting them up and moving our full speed minus one. So yeah. Uh, no small pretty fast task. pretty yeah. fast for picking up a human being yeah when you think <laughs> about it uh like living tribunal can't pick up a dumpster so <laughs> who's the real cosmic on? entity here yeah living tribunal or thor bjornson or whatever the guy's name is like at least he can pick up a dumpster i'm just saying Alright, and that'll bring us to the close of the show. I want to go ahead and say you can find Dialogue for Hero Clicks on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, wherever podcasts are found. If you want to send us an email, you can do so at dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com or at facebook.com slash dialhforheroclicks. And on Twitter, we are at dialh4, that's the number four, Hero Clicks uh, for Twitter, and YouTube or youtube.com slash dialhforheroclicks. Been uploading uh, Captain America unboxing videos. Steve Rogers has been giving us help with those videos. And I'll also be uploading WKO videos, stuff like that, tournament reports. We're doing a lot more stuff on the YouTube nowadays. I think it's really fun. It's kind of a, a nice little hobby thing for me to do. And if you like as well, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube. Stay up to date with all that stuff. And those are all the plugs that I have. Simeon, you want to say anything before we go ahead and close out the show? 
yeah, if you'd rather see me do YouTube videos, then be I'd sure to not. message me Facebook or me directly. Uh, Calder mistakenly gave me the login information, so I can do that I now. Did. I did. Uh, and with that, Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. If you want some of those generics that we were mulling over for a long time today, go and pick them up. That's where the the best place to get generics is CoolStuffInc.com because you can just get like, boom, 20, done. You don't have to open packs. Absolutely. All All right. right. Happy trails. Mud, 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 mud,